Hello and welcome to the AIS training hall for tonight's matchup between the AIS and the Bulleen Boomers, Craig Ravel and Simon Peters with you to call all the action. Firstly, to the sideline now, Simon Peters has with him the Bulleen Boomers coach in Tom Maher. Hey, I've got here with me uh, the new Bulleen Boomers head coach, Tom Maher. Firstly, welcome back to the league. Good to see you back in camera, Tom. How's it uh, travelling? Your third week in now, settling back in, just following, sort of like riding a bike? <laughs> Hell yeah. How's it? Um, I mean, you're, you're, I guess, back in the back in the the annals of Australian basketball. You're from Melbourne originally, so you'd be back in, in your, your own backyard. It, it certainly seems like the the boomers of, of um, I guess, the whole the whole feel about the team just seems to have stepped up a notch in the last year or so. Uh, well, I, we are from Melbourne, I'm from Melbourne, Rob's from Ballarat, so um, when we come back from China, well, I love living in Sydney, but um, we weren't sure where we live, so um, in, in the end, if you know, it comes down, I will go back home to Melbourne, so um, we just bought a house, and um, we've been living with Kinsey, so that's, that's what it's about. Uh, great, so it's been believing off of me this job, and... I was really, I'm really happy with it. I mean, they're, they're, I, I really like the people in the team. So, it's, um, you know, they're, they're all friends. And it's good. Yeah, it's totally that kind of that kind of group. They just seem to, you know, enjoy each other's company, and, they, and they, you can see it in the game. They play. They just sort of work off each other. They don't shoot to each other when things go wrong. They just sort of band together more than anything. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's good to go to practice. You know, I hope. You know, I hate getting those jobs where there's someone you just want to boot kick out, you know, drop kick out of a team. But, but um, you know, they're, they're really good people and it's a nice team. And they turn up and they've got good enthusiasm and quite professional. Great. So how was the whole China experience? Uh, too wonderful to start. Yeah? Yeah, it's I mean, obviously there were hard times with the basketball side of it, but yeah. the living, it's a easy place to live if you're it's bad over there. And, uh, you know, uh, just um, the lifestyle, the food, and so fantastic. Did you do Chinese food sandwiches being there? Yeah, I, I, I wasn't heaven. I got to go to a, a lot of, um, you know, very special um, banquets and things. It was, but um, we, we, we actually, we could have gone um, to eat. There, there's a huge restaurant, very good restaurant at the, uh, I went to compound, but we chose, you know, to have more of a home life and not to eat of that. We chose to... to um, you know, both of them and I were cooking anyway, so we, we chose to cook for ourselves. But, but, but we did go out and, and uh, I did learn to uh, love a whole lot of new dishes, so very happy with all that. Alright, well, I guess we should talk, some, talk about some basketball stuff. Um, last night, close game, you guys had a, a bit of a slowish start against Sydney that was sort of brought it home pretty strong. Um, well, yeah, we were very slow. We left a lot of energy though. I never picked it, I never thought that we were down. I, I don't think we were over ours, so I don't know. But uh, we, we just had no energy and, and we didn't. You know, we've still got some structural problems in our team, so we can't just. We haven't got enough tools to solve every problem quickly. Sure. And uh, in the end, I think we won it with grit. You know, this is a, this is a great thing to be able to show. Um, the, probably one of the big stories for, for fans of the game in Australia is, is Lucy Cambridge. How's she travelling? Uh, she should as an eighteen year old. Yeah. Um, you know, look, people identify her as, as the next the best thing and all that, and I think they're probably right. Yeah. Um, uh, she's certainly got the talent, and she likes to compete. But she's eighteen. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, we 
Hopefully, uh, with a bit of result last yeah. week. And uh, thanks for catching up with us in the okay. tonight. Thanks, Ron. As we get set for this uh, round three matchup here in the WNBL, Craig Ravel and Simon Peters with you for all the action at Cambridge and in the centre with Taylor Roberts and jump ball there, Simon. Just uh, interesting to see it didn't. Uh, Got called back, but Cambridge that time. It's a bit of skew, so they restarted the possession again. So Jenna Hay will start with the ball for Pauline. As it moves to the right-hand side, getting it into the hands there of Pardon. Then goes Cambridge. Cambridge on the left-hand lane. Oh, thought of a bit of a travel there. Chases down her own rebound. Cambridge outlet pass that time to O'Hay again, who resets the clock. On the left-hand side, Hannah Zavik. I called uh, Pardon before. Of course, that was Hannah Zavik that's out there. And uh, interesting tonight for the global medal bullying boomers, Simon, is that uh, no Desi Glorbitz, as we heard from Tamar. Yeah, Des- Desi will play, but she's, um, she's coming back from a bit of injury. And, uh, but Milner won't. Milner aggravated a, a pre-season injury last night. And she won't take any part tonight. Yeah, so that's going to mean the teams are having a, a, a bit of a change up there as the first point. Are on the board, and it goes to the 21 of Elise Penaluna, another girl that we uh, saw here at the AAS uh, only a few seasons ago. Uh, when you look at the, the players that have just qualified out of the AAS here, Phil Brown will be going, hmm, I wouldn't yeah. mind just having them for a year more. Roberts in the corner, sets up for a long-range bomb on the baseline. It doesn't come off. And it will be AIS getting the rebound, working it around the outside. Madgen then 
in the corner, gets the ball. Countdown on the clock outside, gets it into the hands of Seacamp, and Seacamp nails the long range two right on the buzzer. It was a real buzzer beater there, Simon. Definitely, and she shot it basically almost straddling the baseline. It was a nice shot. Mm, it was indeed. And the AAS just making it life difficult for them on the inbound pass too. So Zavik has to go back over the top to O'Hay. Seacamp gets the steal quickly through hands from Harrington into Madgen. And Madgen, well, draws the foul out of Zavik but couldn't get the bucket to drop. Now they actually called the charge there on Madgen. Oh, that, that was... Yeah. 
Good pressure from the AAF on the inbound pass there. Took a while to get to Jenner O'Hay. O'Hay being watched by Taylor at the moment. Over the top to Cambridge in the paint. Cambridge double teamed. Jacks up a shot. It doesn't go anywhere. That was great defense by really the AAS. 9-5 yeah. is the score. The AAS trail here with 5 minutes 30. Down low. Payne. Turnaround jump shot. Just left it short. Cambridge cleans up. Gives it to Glorbert who runs the floor. Glorbert pulls up when she gets to Seacamp. Goes left side. Uh, sorry, to Taylor. Then gives it to O'Hay. O'Hay to Cambridge. Cambridge again under plenty of pressure. Rebound was Michelle Joy, the former AIS scholarship holder. And Joy couldn't put it in either. But I think the AIS got a touch on that before it went over the baseline. And we will have Bulling with the ball in their own offensive half as they dribble away now. Kick out from O'Hay to Cambridge for three off the iron. And Glorbert does the rebound. Now the AIS is going to have to pick up the D here. It's been good so far, but that was... Well, it will be the third offensive set that the AIS has given Bulling now as the ball goes over the boundary line, over the baseline, and it will be a Bulling ball once again. Four minutes and 54 seconds. Shot clock resetting to 24 as it was the AIS to put it over. Taylor sits down now, coming in. Turning, coming yeah. back in. The Bulling shot 57% from the field last weekend. I reckon at the moment they're shooting about uh, 15%. They're just not getting the shot. No, Cambridge on the left-hand low post. Outlet pass to Joy. Joy turnaround jump shot. Is left to the right, but the putback that time is Lisa Pardon, and she makes her first points of the game. So four points apiece for Hazavik and also Penaluna, the leading scorers on the floor. For the AAS, Nadine Payne has got three as four minutes, 35 seconds left, and we see... Adriana Jones for the Perth player, the young youngster from Perth. Just a silly foul there from Pardon. Just ran into the ball carrier. Oh, pull up jump shot, whistle on the play. I think General Hayes gonna no Glorbitz is being called. And that puts him in the bonus now. The yeah, after not having a foul for uh, well, they, they were down the count. They were down in the count three to one. And uh, Bulleen being called for a lot of fouls here as Crosswhite looks to come into the game. Well, the, um, the Institute are just doing a really good job of, of just attacking. They're just um, pushing the ball up the floor really hard and just taking Bulleen off. I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's a team you lost to a week ago by seven yep. points. You've got nothing to lose. And, uh, you know, that, that's one of the... I think that's one of the strengths that, that Phil Brown has as a coach, and he's so used to coaching these sort of inexperienced groups. So He'll just be saying, you don't worry about last week, just yep. go out there and, and go at him. You're here to learn. The king of the no-win situation, I think we'd have to call him. <laughs> As the bullying again take it down, the fadeaway jump shot from General Hay didn't fall, but the foul has been called this time on uh, the 23 of Bree Farley, and she gets her first foul, and General Hay goes to the line. So it is... Uh, well, problem stages. The AIS have drawn out the fouls now and got themselves into the bonus, but they're going to have to capitalise on it. 11 points to 7 as O'Hay misses the first, but nets the second. And coming into the game now, Gillian Horton, who joined us here in Sport Radio at the end of last season to uh, call the game with me. Um, she gets her first minutes on the floor. First home game of the season on AIS or basketball. We hope you're enjoying it on Sport Radio. Don't forget, tomorrow it's... 
Caps versus AIS on the Capitals radio network as driving baseline Koenig, who pass gets intercepted, but it falls in the hands of Farley. Farley now gets it away to Jones. Jones goes back to Farley on the buzzer. It's AIS getting mugged as the ball hits the rim. Great work in the paint there. She was triple team Taylor Roberts yeah, and still would just went going at her. The foul, of course, to Jerry was here last year. Yep. Institute, but um, no, that was a it was perfect position in there for Taylor Roberts, and um, she had no, nowhere to go. They pretty much triple teamed her, but she was able to to keep her composure and draw the foul and, and walk off. And she's already made the first free throw. I think I called him Michelle Joy earlier. Sorry, <laughs> is, is Rachel Jerry, of course. And there you go. She turned a talking mm. about the no-win situation. Yep. She turned an offensive rebound where she was completely bottled up into two points. Yep, and it's 12 points to nine now as the ball works its way into the hands of General Hay, who's sitting in the point position at the moment. Pardon comes back to help her, but cutting in the paint, Desi Glorbert, and that's a nice little, uh, well, layup there. And it's 12 point, uh, 14 to nine, three minutes and 30 seconds left to go in the turn. Working around Horton now. Gets the break away and then draws the players. Goes to Koenig. Back to Horton. Tried to go inside to Taylor. Too much traffic in there. The pass wasn't crisp enough. O'Hay carries it down. Kicks it off. And the shot will be made by Jerry. Easy layup in the end. General O'Hay just, yeah, a little hesitation dribble. And was a, you know, slower defender. Get a defender on the back foot and just push that pass through. And we've got a timeout called. I think it didn't go through the bench. And Phil Brown was... Uh, Saying, hey, what's going on? I'm <laughs> trying to get this. Yeah. Running past and thought, okay, we'll, uh, we'll we'll do the bench's job for them and call this time out. As leading scorers on the floor currently, four points apiece to Penaluna and to Zavik, and for the AAS, three points for Nadine Payne. As we see this side, an interesting point that Michelle Hocking from the Capitals Radio Network pointed out to me. Yeah, earlier was that it's probably the first time in the history of the AAS that two former scholarship holders are assistant coaching with Peter Sinclair yeah. and yep. Christy Flores. Yep, she was Christy Baker back then when she was here at the Institute, but um, it's good to see, I guess, you know, the, the Institute program reaping the benefits of all the work it's put into these players and they can come back and give something back to the program. It's, a, it's great to see. It is indeed. As we have... Three minutes and 13 seconds left to go in the first term. It's 16 points to nine. The AAS battling hard, have shown some good signs of D. It's just when they drop off, the uh, bullying Melbourne Melbourne boomers are just all over them and they've got some some guns. Yeah, they're just... um, That's the thing. There's a lot of talent in this team. But um, good to see... uh, Tom touched on it in the interview I did with him earlier about Liz Cambridge. You know, she's she's magnificent, mm. huge player, fantastic size and everything. She's still an 18-year-old. 31 points against them last week. So far in this game, she's got one. Yep, as the ball in the hands of Bunton goes inside to Roberts. Roberts puts up the shot, and that was great work. Again, double-teamed with Cross White and O'Hay giving her plenty of attention and gets the shot. As it is down the other end, Jerry can't quite carry, but unfortunately Roberts is going to be called for the f- a defensive foul. Yep. And, uh, well, that's her second personal, which calls Coach Brown to go for Alex Bunton. As uh, Bunton's out there 
Taylor, uh, sorry, it's Jones before that was working hard trying to get the uh, the ball there and about. But uh, it finally comes up. She looks fit. Like no, just rotations there. Injuries hurting her at all, which is good to see. First from Jerry goes in. So it's 17-11, 2 minutes 43 left to travel as Jerry makes second. So seven-point ball game here. The AS would want to close it up in this uh, 2 minutes and 40 seconds because they've got plenty of opportunities and they've had some good looks as well. Horton goes to Koenig, back to the other side and gets it in the hands of Jones. Oh, whistle on the play. Yeah, it's got the, the support for the backboard as it's bounced up there, so it's going to be a boomer's ball. Jerry now pushing the ball up for Bullens. He kicks it out to Desi Glorbert. It's wide open. Only got a, a defender on her as a shot left a hand and she nails that three to put them up 21 to 11 with 2.15 left in the first quarter. Yeah, defensive stops are killing the AAS at the moment. They need to get themselves back up onto the scoreboard. As it's Horton working back and forth, the Queenslander there. Pass was wide, tapped away by Glorbert and it was on its way to Madgen and uh, unfortunately it... Uh, for the AS, they're going to have two minutes, two seconds, and a number of changes to deal with as O'Hay and Crosswhite, O'Hay and Pardon sit down. Crosswhite. And Crosswhite. So Penaluna, Reed, and Zabic coming back out. Glorbert and and uh, Pardon. No, sorry, Glorbert and, jo and Jerry all out there for Bulleen. Madgen's ball, inbound ball slapped away over the baseline. Now they have to inbound again. Goes, oh, looks to Jones, no, timed out. And uh, Jones was cutting to the corner, and just as she got herself open, the pass didn't come, and indecision has cost the AAS another turnover. 21 to 11, so just when you said they came to a seven-point break out of, out of that timeout, they're out to a 10-point now, make that wow. 13. Now the rubbish is dropping from Pauline. They yeah. couldn't, couldn't buy a basket there for a couple of minutes, but uh, now everything's dropping. It is looking good as it goes to Koenig. Jones. Jones back to Koenig. Around the arc. Gets to Magden. Magden jacks up a prayer of a three. Oh, tried to throw it back in over the... Yeah. Almost introduced herself to the front of our desk there. But, uh, great effort. Good hustle. Koenig sits down. Doesn't look particularly happy with the, mo with the minutes he's played out there. And uh, Coach Brown just talking to her now. As Glorbert carries the ball up the floor... It's 23-11 here at the training hall. And the ball in the hands of Penaluna. Handed off to Zavik, who is running by. Left side now, Jerry. In the corner is Reed. Reed dances round, gets down to the low post left side, then kicks out to Glorbert. Back into the hands of uh, Zavik, and Zavik knocks down about an 18-foot jump shot. In he has up to six points now. Yeah, inside the last minute of the quarter. Hands, oh, ball going around. It gets out of control there from Payne. Has to go back, gets it back to Orton. Now to Madgen. Madden goes to Harrington. Tapped away of the inbound past the button. Bunton on the floor, they're fighting for it. Yes, yeah, she did a good job to, um, to, to get control. There's no one really coming there to bail her out as... Bullying that's hit the uh, open jump shot. But AIS now in offensive transition. Tess Madden's shot is no good. So Zavik brings it down yeah. and carries it. Looking uh, 
Well, very aggressive here, Zavik, who uh, what's been out of the game for a couple of years, or in it. No, she's in and out anyway. Just being sort of on the periphery, yeah. but uh, she's come to play this season. Yeah, has really well for them. There's a foul mm. off the ball. I think it's going to go on Tess Madgan. Mm, both teams in the bonus now, so. Yep, her second. That is a, a real worry for Coach Brown because some of the senior players or some of the key players starting to rack up fouls now with uh, Roberts, of course they're leading tall, and now Madgan, who uh, has, has plenty of experience in this side uh, by comparison to some of her teammates. She looked to be just, uh, yeah, just getting a bit of niggle out there and just messing with her head a little. So she'll cool the jets for another after five seconds. Oh, oh long bomb. Long bomb. Yeah, it was five tenths of a second. I think as he jacked up that shot from halfway. Didn't drop, but at quarter time, it's 28 to 11. And uh, Simon Peters, your thoughts on the quarter? Um, started off really, really well for the Institute. They did a good job of, uh, of just attacking bullying. Like, you know, they didn't play like a team that, that had been whipped by 70 points a week ago. Um, we're, we're really good on the front foot. Uh, Boeing looked to me like they hadn't, they just hadn't showed up ready to play. Uh, they were very, very slow in that first sort of four or five minutes, but then stuff started to happen for them. I mean, as we mentioned during the call then, there's so much talent in that Boeing team that they can bring players off the bench who, who are rock solid. And um, the Institute is the Institute. There's only four senior players this season. Uh, as we mentioned, it's Brie Farley's first game back this season, so she looked like that. She looked a little tentative, a little, uh, a little reserved, and she's, she's just going to ease her way back in, certainly tonight. Um, Tess Madgan and... Um, Roberts? Roberts, yeah, they, they've got the potential to, to, look, to look really good, but Madgan just sort of lost it a little bit there in that, um, toward the end of that quarter, but... They're going to need, just need that, uh, that consistency, I think. You're going to need, um, you know, Farley having a big game is probably a big ask for the first one back this season. So you're going to be looking at Tess Madgen, at uh, Karen Harrington, and um, somebody else, a, uh, a Nadine Payne or a Taylor Roberts or someone else like that to, to step up and have a solid one. Uh, Even Michelle Joy, who uh, at the moment is out injured, and I'm not sure when they're expecting to get Michelle back, but uh, yeah. she would be an important player with the experience and uh, also a bit of height. So the Institute's going to start with Alice, Alice Koenig as well. She, she's mm. been pretty quiet so far, so she needs to, to step it up a notch. So they're starting with Koenig, uh, Harrington, Seacamp, mm. Roberts and Madeline Taylor. Zavik with seven points. Also out there is Glorbitz with seven, six for Jerry, and then four for Penaluna. Uh, only the one point, as you mentioned, for Cambridge at quarter time. That's a great result for the AIS. Leading scorer for the uh, AIS is the number 15, Taylor Roberts from Launceston in Tasmania, the, the 191 centimetre centre. She's a great centre forward, great body for basketball. She's very solid, good height, but you know, you look at her and think, yeah, she Ooh. might be a little slow, but she's quick in the open court. She passes really well. Um, Coach Brown says she's got a hell of a jump shot on her, so 
we can expect over the course of this season and the next couple to, to see some big things from her. AAS had the first possession there, but threw it away, unfortunately. It was Roberts who we are just talking up. Penaluna goes right side now to Glorberts. <laughs> oh, that's right. It always happens as uh, Koenig is knocked over by Elise Penaluna. Gets the but call on her. Yeah, she got motored down then, but uh, it looks like. Everything's coming up bullying at the moment. 28 to 11. First foul on Koenig as Cambridge goes oh, over the top hand. to Penal Luna. AIS got a hand in there, but Cambridge went back and got it. Desi Glorbitz puts up an air ball. Penal Luna pulls down the rebound. Now, Ooh. as that air ball went under the net, Roberts came up with it, kicks it on immediately to Seacamp. So working around the uh, outside. In fact, it uh, went to Seacamp, then back to Taylor, and Roberts eventually just pulls the uh, shot down. Good job there from uh, Taylor Roberts. Found herself open and, and put up a nice outside shot. Cambridge now on the low post turns and goes on. Roberts, no good. Gets her own rebound, puts up a shot again. Does not hit again. Clearly and visibly frustrated. She gets fouled on, on that one by ooh, Alex Tunick again. Only a second, so that's not too big a drama. But, uh, yeah, this Cambridge just not looking happy at the moment for whatever reason. Yeah, she just can't get herself settled. Ooh. Makes the shot, but it rattles around. Oh, yeah, three, it did indeed. I'm just getting a hum here that I can't quite trace back. Nails the second one, so Cambridge now up to three points. That'll get her feel a lot better. Great drive there from Madeline Taylor. Taylor looking good, but the shot just didn't drop that time, and it is going to be the uh, bullying Melbourne Boomers who kick away with it now as they work their way around the arc, giving it to Glorbitz. Glorbitz to Cambridge, and Cambridge, well, she's starting to find her range now. Yeah, that was much better positioning there from, from Elizabeth. You can, you can even see her just coming up the floor. She's beating herself up and... It's part of, yeah, part of what Tom Marr was, was talking about. She's an 18-year-old kid in a yep. lot of respects still, so... Uh, but, hell, what a future. As <laughs> goes right side, Glorbitz gets it to Reed. Reed's shot, hits the iron, tapped away by Cambridge. Reed comes up with the rebound, gives it off to... Yeah. Which was great. <laughs> gives to Glorbitz, now to Reed. Reed looking for Penaluna at the top of the key. Penaluna turns around about three times, then it goes to Glorbitz. Hands off to Glorbitz now. It gets away that time from uh, from Taylor. And Taylor just uh, called for the foul as she was just uh, just couldn't quite get herself solid there and gets uh, the defensive foul against her. Oh, that was, that's just the experience of Desi Glorbitz there. Just had her on the back foot and drove at her. Mm. And she, she had no opportunity to get out of the way. And uh, in the end, you know, basically had to... Uh, Either take a charge, she was in position to take that charge, or or the reach in there, which she which she did, and, and puts Desi Glorbitz on the line. Glorbitz now misses the first. 32 plays 13, and it's a 20 point ball game now because she makes the second as Zavik sits down, and General Hay comes back out for Bulling, 
and the AIS just uh, really starting to slip here. 7 minutes 40 seconds as the ball's brought down by Harrington. Goes right-hand side to Seacamp. Set up now with a good screen from Bunton. Oh, Seacamp tries to take it all the way, but Koenig left it very, very short. A soft effort there from Alice Koenig, too. It's not, not what we're used to seeing from her. No, not at all. Cambridge drives down the right lane. Couldn't bank it in. Oh, he's going to run down the rebound and take it back herself. Jump shot from 12 feet. Doesn't go down. Cambridge wrestling with Bunton. Bunton took a position really and he's going to get the foul. Yeah, that's, that's an Achilles heel that uh, Cambridge... She's still ball has. hungry. Yeah, but she will, she will reach over the back of rebounders all night. Um, I re- that's her first foul of the yeah. evening, and I, I reckon she should have three or four by now. But, uh, oh, Taylor just missed the uh, jump shot there from the top of the key. Just a little bit flat that time there, Simon. As it goes to Penaluna from O'Hay. Cambridge gets the high ball, and this time she just left the shoulder in, and in so doing, she's picked up a travel. Again, though, she's pinned for the travel. She could have been easily pinned for the offensive foul there. Yep. She really swung that elbow through, mm. and, uh, yeah, she's got to be careful. She's going to have to be. As Koenig goes right side, gets it into the hands of Taylor. Taylor goes to Koenig. Harrington jacks up the shot off the iron. Glorbert has complete, yeah, complete control of that rebound. And he carries it back down. Bounce pass inside at the feet of Penaluna. Cambridge caught for the travel again. And she can't believe it right now as Bree Farley comes into the game for Madeline Taylor. So the Geelong player sits down and the Adelaide player walks in. Taylor Roberts back on and... Nadine Payne is back on as well, so this is a, yep. this is a strong lineup you've got out here at the moment. Payne from Townsville, of course, takes up position just in the uh, right 45. Farley gets the ball off Harrington, goes then into the hands of Seacamp. Seacamp tries to drive to the left elbow, and uh, three-second violation in the key on Roberts that time. A good, um, good drive there, but just, yeah, no result. Here. No, because uh, unfortunately her teammate was camping. Oh, hey, all the way, lays it in, 35, place 13, and the AAS with five minutes to go in this half, uh, just at the moment, stretching for ideas. Farley goes back now to Seacamp, Harrington. Harrington, bounce pass inside to Roberts. Roberts tried to go out to Farley. Glorbert taps it away. Knocked down Farley in the process. They've got to get two seconds left. Half-court bomb is short. Yep. And uh, the ball fell into the hands of Payne. Timeout has been called by uh, Phil Brown. And no surprise there because his team looks devoid of ideas on the floor. And that's part of the... Uh, uh, that's part of the AS program, isn't it? Yeah. Just getting them into where routine moves become part of their uh, artillery. Probably what, what Phil needs to do now is just, uh, I'm sure he'll be staying it just, just to keep your head up. Just they've um, got to say some of the body language out there is, uh, we're going to get whipped again, the game's over, forget it. Um, you know, there's, as a coach, you, you're always telling your players, it doesn't at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether you're getting whipped or not, there's nothing better um, 
practice-wise than, than actually playing a game. Uh, you can be down by 70 points. But you, you shouldn't stop playing. You, it's, it's the best practice you can get, and, and uh, you can bet your bottom dollar. That's what Phil Brown will be telling me tonight. You know, look, just, just keep going through our stuff. Don't give up. Keep attacking. Have good stuff, and uh, they, can, they can, you know, build on that. At, at the five-minute mark of the first quarter, they were both both teams were shooting at 33%. Now, as we stand halfway through the second quarter, bullying's gone up to 45%, and uh, the AAS has dropped down to 22. So that is sort of a change in the game. As Glorbert gets the inbound ball, kicks it back to the right-hand side to Pardon. Pardon, backing up into Harrington. Harrington is not letting her get away. Glorbert's now finds the lane, and the layup doesn't fall. Farley stepping in is going to be called for her second personal. Yeah, just a bit indecisive there from Brie Farley. She sort of ran at her and, and uh, bailed in the end, and uh, unfortunately ended up right underneath Glorbert as she was uh, making the layup. So, just, uh, you know, some of that, stuff, that experience. Interesting to see, though, the AS shooting 100%. They've hit all five of their free throws. It's bullying, eight from 12 so far. Oh, in fact, that's not right. That's uh, nine from 13 at the moment. I think last week the Institute was at about 50%, so it's good to see them uh, hitting 100 clip at the moment. As Farley has the second personal foul. Leading scorer is Desi Glorbitz with uh, nine points now. As the ball is in the hands, the turnover affected by the A's. Madgen goes cross court, gives it to Farley. Farley fakes the shot, gets rid of O'Hay, puts up the shot, and then there's a whistle on the play, and I think Glorbitz is going to be called for the foul. Elbow, high elbow there, but I didn't see the number. It's going. Jerry, okay. So, a couple of Vic's teammates he's playing with there. Inbound ball. Oh, Roberts just uh, put it a little bit too... Sorry, that was Payne. Just put it a little bit too far. And before it went out, Crosswhite got it. Put it to Ho-Hay. Ho-Hay quickly kicks the pardon and pardon knocks down a three. 38 plays 13 with four minutes and 50 seconds left to go in the half. As Madgen... Looking around, not much action. Unfortunately, A is staying very stagnant. Magnus gets it back, gets a screen from Payne. Shot doesn't fall. Three on one in the key. And Farley's going to be called. No. She gets the foul. That's amazing. That was a really good effort from Farley. She was going up two on one. Got a hand on the ball or something, but... Uh, there's a little bit of a push in there that the ref saw. Well, I thought Farley might have been called because he crashed in. Madgen, low bounce pass in to uh, uh, Harrington. Harrington goes to Farley. Farley, through hands, goes back to Madgen. Madgen gets the screen. It rolls off. Takes it herself. Kick out that time to Roberts. Over the top. Farley's the only one in the paint. And that was good work there. The AS drew the defence away, which meant that they had the only player in there to do the rebounding. Yeah, there was a, a, a tough ask on Roberts there. She really uh, wasn't given much room at all and had to jack that up pretty quick. As it is jacked up by Glorbert, bouncing on the ring, and it falls. Ten points for the game. First player in a double figures. And Glorbert, for a player that's just nursing a little bit of an injury, gee, how she's good uh, is she? She is she's great, is she? She's the best one, though. Desi Glorbert is 
about as rock solid as they come when it comes to to reliability and, and just you know mm. just being a solid player. Oh, reach in there, pardon. Yeah. Got a and touch on it. That she's banged knees there with uh, Harrington, I think. Yeah, she's just holding the knee for the moment. As uh, well, good work from Pardon there to reach in and get the ball and not the player. Glorbert's now looking to inbound. Oh, hey, getting mugged. Over the top it goes to Pardon, who's now off to the races. Pollock jumps up from the free throw lines off the back of the iron. Madkin comes down with it, immediately kicks it on. Oh, oh the pass almost intercepted. Harrington gets back into the corner, goes to Payne. Payne outlets to Madkin. Madkin pull out jump shot at the baseline is short. Crosswhite does the rebound and kicks it on to O'Hay. Down floor to Glorbitz. Glorbitz fakes the three and caught for the travel. Well, 40 plays 15. He points at the foot just, what, this foot? This <laughs> didn't move. It was, it was an interesting call. She, she's having a laugh about it now, but uh, anyway, the ball's into the hands of Jones. Jones goes left side, gives it off to Taylor. Taylor turns around, goes to uh, Payne. Payne drops it onto the foot of Jerry. It rolls back into Horton. Outlet goes back to Jones. Back then to Farley. Farley jacks up the shot, but it's off the iron, and O'Hay does the rebound. In fact, that wasn't uh, that was Button yeah. that put up the shot then. As uh, at the other end, it's just easily laid in. Just real reverse. Yep, and Crosswhite gets her first points for the game. Jones so. now with the ball for the Institute. Gets it all nice. Oh, Horton couldn't get back there. Now, surely that's a travel. Uh, oh. Certainly a tangle of arms and yeah. legs. I would have thought a player sliding across the floor is a travel. Depends why she sort of across the floor. <laughs> mm. She got uh, sort of bumped or picked up. Payne sits down as uh, Koenig comes back into the game. Glorbert's not many options. Pardon has to come down and help out. Now Pardon, with plenty of speed, off to the races, really running Jones around. Goes left side, gives it to Glorbert. Glorbert drives down to the left elbow, pull-up jump shot. She says, thanks very much, I'll take 12 for the game. Two minutes and 17 seconds. And the AOSD has been good, but not quite good enough here, as it's 44 to 15. And it's really the D's not the problem, it's the offense that's the problem for the AS at the moment, Simon. Yeah, it's just their poise, although it's a nice pass there, but Crosswhite's pushing Bunton down toward the free throw, down toward the baseline, so she's going to, not a shooting foul, but it's going to be baseline ball for the Institute. As we mentioned before, Bunton, one of the, uh, one of the uh, top-up players coming out of uh, Lincoln's... Well, Lincoln's here in the UK is a birthplace. Originally. But uh, coming out of the uh, CAPS uh, development program, or is it yep. out of she's the... She's a local, uh, I think she's playing with the academy, mm. uh, with the Nationals, with the ABA team. Yep. But she's, she's coming back from injury. She's been out uh, since January with injury, so good to see her uh, getting, getting a go at this level. Pardon, bounced uh, across to, cross, uh, to Jerry. Jerry tries to jack up a prayer, and it bounces over the baseline. 44 plays 15, a minute 46 seconds left to go. In the half, there's Harrington now. Oh, just, yeah, through hands, it's luckily coming off. Oh, a big move that time. Yeah, Bunton's done well, but she... Jones, the uh, Perth player, Jones there just... I don't know how she managed to uh, 
not be called that time. She just must have got it up in the air in time. Yeah, she took a really big bump at that, uh, mm. at that drive to the basket. That wasn't called. But, uh, well, but, on yeah. the free throw line. Just can't quite uh, make the bonus. So, 44-17 as Reed and Glorbert's oh, backcourt violation here on the break. Seacamp carries it all the way. And the la sorry, that's Taylor. My apologies. Taylor in the 20. And Taylor just, finishes yeah, it off. Yeah. Scraps. Taylor, uh, of course, from Geelong. Oh, we won't help that again. Another, another of the uh, top up players, too. And uh, so you, you just see how many top up players they're playing, and you can see how, um, how much trouble. Phil Brown and, uh, well, Peter Sinclair, the former Capitals championship winning player, and I think she might have got a championship with Sydney in the uh, Panthers days. Yep, uh, um, back in the season yeah. where uh, Tom Maher again featured. But um, the issue have done well. It's, it's been at about 25 points now for probably from about the eight-minute mark of this quarter. Mm. So they haven't let it blow out any further there. Four points to sixteen is the is the shooting for the quarter after they lost the first first quarter twenty eight to eleven. So you know it, it it's just a tough one, and uh, there's nothing that uh, Phil Brown can do with the X's and O's at the moment because it just comes down to at the moment decisions on the court, and uh, traffic just comes through experience. Yeah, yeah, they just got to go out there and you know, like we mentioned earlier, you go out there and you go. You're playing against a team that is kicking everyone else in the league. Yep. At the moment, they're the top team in the country. Uh, it's a great opportunity, and, and they've really held this 25-point this break for about the last you know, six minutes. AOS hasn't got an outside game going at all. They're 0 for 7 outside the arc. So the AS, if they could start to get an outside game going, that might leave them some opportunities in the paint. Um, but as Reed goes down to Jerry... Jerry over the top, gives it to Glorbitz. Glorbitz, turnaround jump shot from about 15 feet that time on the right 45 and makes it. 46-19 here inside the last minute of the half. Ball goes into the hands of Taylor now. Taylor puts it on the floor. Oh, wrong foot, Reed. Pull up Ooh. jump shot, just rolls around the ring but doesn't fall and Reed comes up with a rebound. Gives it off to Glorbitz. So gives it to Jerry. Jerry for three. Bang! Wow. She knows these rings. He was here last year playing in blue. Now in white, she nails it, and that breaks the spirit of the AS. 49 plays 19, a 30-point ball game here as Horton. Oh, the bounce pass going to Koenig. Jerry gets her hand in there and takes yeah. it away, yeah. Jerry really looks like uh, that... Siebel season has helped her immensely, and uh, now in a team like Bulling, she's uh, taking the opportunities in the big minutes here against the, uh, her old club, the AS. Horton, big three-pointer, nice. and that is a good one to get in the last 30 seconds of the game. 49-22 as Reed controls the play in the front court for Bulling. Hands inside to Jerry. And, oh, it looks like a very frustrated Koenig that time as she was going after the ball and has just put a body contact there on Jerry who will go to the line to shoot to. Alice Koenig's third personal. Mm, three seconds left. Yeah. That's the killer. <laughs> Eight points to 21 is the quarter scoring so far. And, of course, uh, the IAS, well, that's only their, I think, sixth foul for the quarter. 
So the uh, AS are giving away six fouls and Bulleen giving away five. But Bulleen haven't really uh, given away too much there in scoring position. Ball comes into the front court as Taylor tries to jack one up from half court. But at half time here at the AS Training Hall, it's 50 points to 22. Leading scorer is Desi Glorbert on 14 points. Jerry on nine against her old club. And Zavik on seven is the leaders for Bulleen. Cambridge with four rebounds. And Glorbert with three assists. Some of the other major stats there. And for the, uh, well, for the AIS, it's Taylor Roberts on six points and Madeline Taylor on four, the leading scorers at the moment. But it is uh, certainly bullying completely under control here at halftime as we take a break on sportradio.com.au and back with the second half in just a few moments. But whilst we take that uh, halftime break, if you're just joining the action now, We'll give you a chance to hear from the coaches once again as uh, we heard from both, as Simon Peters spoke to both uh, Tom Ma and also to... Uh, okay, we've got here uh, the old, the now new AISD coach, Phil Brown. Welcome back, Phil. Oh, thanks, Tom. Glad to be back. Absolutely. So how's, how's the travelling? A bit of a... Um, Welcome back to the world of AIS. Tough start for the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. Look, we've made some uh, some changes with our with our roster, and we've um, got some young players in, and we've had some injury concerns, which sounds like it's been a little bit common across the league yeah. uh, this year. But um, you know, we've got a little bit of time to put some things in place, and so we decided for each week to get a little bit better. I notice you've got um, Bree Farley suiting up tonight. Yeah, the first yeah. game this season. Yep, it'll be the first. He's um, had a uh, ankle. Into the depth sometimes, so we're hoping that um, you know she'll be able to give us some quality minutes. Another senior player, which we don't have many of. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're, we're looking for good things from, from Bree over the next couple of weeks. Oh, she certainly showed um, showed a lot of a lot of future last season. She showed some, some uh, real poise. Yeah. Some of those games, so you'll definitely. Pick up on that. Yeah, you know, we're going to look to run her a little bit in the, in the point guard spot and um, elevate some, some further strings for her bow as a player. So, as you mentioned, you've, you've only got a couple of senior players this season, so who, you know, as the inside boss from the head coach, who, who are we looking at as, as your new up-and-comers? Oh, look, I think young Taylor Roberts, even though um, you know, she's just 16 and, and uh, out of Tasmania, and, but look, she's been our most improved player since uh, I've been here the last three months and has really come along and leaps and bounds each week and so you know she's got a great body, she can run and uh, you know we can just whack in the skills over the next couple of years and uh, give her you know the experience of playing at this level I think she's going to be a good player. Um, you know I think uh, a couple of younger players uh, you know do it pretty well like uh, Gillian Horton um, and Nadine uh, Payne from Queensland North I think a uh, a really promising players of the future there as well. No relation to Marita? No, no. <laughs> that was one no. of the questions that's been flying around. Right, no. Um, Jean's from Townsville. Okay. And uh, she's again 16, came in in July with Taylor and uh, has been doing really, really well. She's got a quick first step. Um, she's a quick competitor, really good body. Um, and again, she's got a perimeter shot, puts it on the floor well. It's going to be a 4-3 type, I think, in, in, the, in the years to come. Now, um, last week you played Bulleen, a bit of a nightmare. 
Yeah, look, you know, they're a great team and uh, they're playing some really good basketball given it was, uh, you know, only early in the season, week two, and, um, you know, they're the twin towers of Cambridge and Penaluna who have a lot of problems for us this side because we, we've got uh, a couple of 16-year-olds and one 18-year-old defending on them there and, uh, you know, we are handful and we, we go about 60 points from the punch. So we are hoping uh, that we can improve on uh, limiting the supply lines inside of their big because we'll be a little bit tighter defensively on the inside against their big. Yeah, the rebound stats were, were pretty terrific. Yeah, you know, we uh, we don't get a lot of second efforts, uh, second shots against uh, um, you know against a team like that, and you know, and also they uh, they shot like 55 percent, so there's not a lot of you know second second shots there to be a second uh, or rebounds, defensive rebounds to get. So. Uh, you know, I think we'll be better tonight. You know, we've had a good week of training, and I think we'll be ready to go. Great. Well, we'll catch up with you after the game again, hopefully uh, with a better result than last yeah. week. And well, uh, thanks yeah. for catching up with us from the okay. back tonight. Thanks, Ronnie. Okay, we've got here uh, the... Okay, I've got here with me uh, the new Bullying Boomers head coach, Tom Marr. Firstly, welcome back to the league. Good to see you back in Canberra, Tom. Yes, thank you. How's it uh, travelling? You're third week in now, settling back in, just sort of, sort of like riding a bike? Well, we're trying out. We really enjoy that, right? Hell yeah. It's a lot better than I would How's it... I mean, you're, you're, I guess, back in the... Back in the the annals of Australian basketball. You're from Melbourne originally, so you'd be back in, in your, your own backyard. It, it certainly seems like the, the boomers of, of um, I guess, the whole the whole feel about the team just seems to have stepped up a lot in the last year or so. Uh, well, I, we are from Melbourne. I'm from Melbourne. We're from Ballarat. So um, when we come back in China, well, I love living in Sydney. Jobs where there's somebody just want to boot kick out, you know, the drop kick out of a team. But, but um, you know, they're, they're really good people and it's a nice team. They turn up and they got good enthusiasm, quite professional. Great. So, how was the whole China experience? Too uh, wonderful to describe. Yeah. I mean, obviously there were hard times with the basketball side of it, but yeah. we're living. It's a place to live if you're spat over there. And, um, 
you know, uh, just uh, the lifestyle, the food, everything that's fantastic. Did you big Chinese food fan or just in heaven? Yeah, I, 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 I was in heaven. I got to go to a, a lot of, um, you know, very special um, banquets and things. It was, but um, we, we, we actually, we could have gone um, to eat. There's a huge restaurant, very good restaurant at the uh, Olympic Compound, but we chose, you know, to have more of a home life and not to eat of that and chose it to, um, you know, both Phil and I were cooking anyway, so we, we chose to cook for ourselves. But, but, but we did go out and, and uh, I did learn to uh, love a whole lot of new dishes, so I was very happy with all that. Right, I guess we should talk, some, talk about some basketball stuff. Um, last night, close game, you guys had a, a bit of a slowish start against Sydney that really sort of brought it home pretty strong. Um, well, uh, we were very slow. We left a lot of energy going. I never picked it. I never thought that we were down. I, I don't think we were over there, so I don't know. But uh, we, we just had no energy and we, and we didn't. You know, we've still got some structural problems in our team, so we can't just we haven't got enough tools to solve every problem quickly. Sure. And uh, in the end I think we won it with grit, you know, which is a which is a bloke in the other side. Um the, probably one of the big stories for, for fans of the game in Australia is is Lizzie Cambridge. How's she travelling? How's she should as a name in your old Yeah. Um, look, people identify her as, as the next best thing and all that and I think they're probably right. Yeah. Um, uh, she's certainly got the talent and she likes to compete, but she's a Yeah. And, um, you know, she's, she's, uh, she doesn't have a set of tools to, you know, you know by any stretch of imagination here. So, you know, and just the better side of the game, and she's got something to learn. So, I think people ask a lot to be thinking that she's only got a lot of drugs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She had a, um, how'd she go against Susie? Back of the glass, mate. She's a bit of a hot style. Yeah. That's part of the room, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, the, the, the style of the game is called, in, in a way, that you can see that. Um, but, you know, that, that happens, and you've got to be able to adjust, you know. You know, you go to B and B. Yep. So, um, um, you know, she didn't have a game, but, you know, we had a chapter. And she had a very chance to get 40 every game. So, you know, um, she's just got to, you know, that's just a good... You know, she's starting to set up a straight, you know, it's not like yeah. she should expect to you know, give her a whip. That's right. No, I mean, she certainly, uh, you know, like you said, she's got that promise, but uh, I think everyone's got short memories too. I mean, you know, Lauren Jackson was, was great when she was here at the AIS and was great in her first couple of seasons at the, at the uh, Cats, but she didn't, like, come out the international superstar she is today, but... Uh, it's just one of those things. It's pretty close to it. You, you pick one example, right? I mean, <laughs> one example, you know. Uh, you, you know, I hate it when people say, oh, that the turnaround jump shots for those because Lauren Jackson's doing well. You know, don't compare everybody with her. No, nah, that's, that's what the media does, isn't it? You know, and that's, you've, you've seen it for the last six months, you've been to say, oh, she's the next Lauren Jackson. It's going to be easy. It's going to be easy. Um, how's Desi Globitz travelling? When you guys came up here two weeks ago in Canberra, she didn't seem to play a lot of minutes. And there was a, uh, I, mean, I know we personally were wondering if she had any injury time. Yeah, no, she, she was out forwards before the first game. Yeah. So she'd only had one practice prior to that game. And she wasn't ready to go. And uh, she's just getting back in right now. Um, four weeks is a lot right at the season. Sure. So, uh, she had a bad tear. 
since I came out, but um, yeah, she wasn't ready to go when she did the first time. And uh, you met with how well Elise spent the last one, too? Oh, she's breaking out. Yeah. And um, notice Sean's not warming up. Is she she got hurt last night. Yeah. So uh, she's another one of my quad care early. You know, just before our first game, this wasn't as severe, but she missed two weeks practice as well. And um, she got a week and a half of practice before our first game, so that helped her. But um, you know, she missed a lot of practice. And, um, she, she got another whack and uh, you know, our physio thought it might be better you know, not to risk and um, see what she's like. Well, as you said, you've got a 3 no start. You're playing a team you beat by seven points last weekend, so tonight's as good a night as any to, to give yeah, her a breather. Yeah, I suppose. Well, thanks for chatting with us again. Good luck tonight. No worries. And uh, we we'll, might catch up with you after the game. Thanks, Tom. Tom yeah. speaking to us there okay. as uh, he was, well... Quite relaxed before the start of the game there, Simon Peters. And uh, it's interesting to see just how relaxed he was because, uh, again, he's mentioned about Sydney not being... Uh, the team not being ready for Sydney. And again here tonight, they were very slow starters. Yeah, but I think um, it's, a, it's a completely it's different kettle of fish. You know, we, we did talk about... The AIS being able to stay in touch for a large part of that second quarter, but we also saw fairly limited minutes for both Cambridge and O'Hay for bullying in that second quarter too. But, uh, so yeah, I don't think Tom's really feeling the pressure, yeah. even even with a slow start. The uh, yeah, the reality is that um, he's got the uh, the team. Even if he, I hate to say it, even if he threw out his bottom five at the moment, they would be able to. To, to beat this AIS team who are, you know, there's a lot of potential. They're, they're looking good, but they and are very inexperienced. It is interesting, too, because a lot of these girls coming out of their academy programs in their different states aren't going to be with this team come Christmas time. In fact, the AIS had to go to the league to get dispensation to be able to play a few wow. players. And they, in fact, went to the clubs and asked the clubs if, you know, they could give them some players and naturally enough, no one's going to give a starter to the yeah. AIS to make up the numbers. But, uh, no, but every club would have those players that are on the periphery. And yep, and this is a fantastic yeah. opportunity to uh, get some experience yep. under under probably what is not going to be considered as very high pressure. No, and uh, and get some, some great tutelage from, you know, arguably uh, one of the best coaches in the country. Yep, and of course Brownie has been away for, what is it, three years he was away over four years. Yeah. Yep. Time flies, doesn't it, here on AIS Basketball. Don't forget tomorrow afternoon, the Capitals Radio Network with Mark Aston, Simon Peters, and of course Michelle Hocking will be bringing you all the action as the two goes across town to take on the uh, Canberra Transact Capitals. The Capitals in desperate need for a W. Yeah, they'll be. Uh, it'll be a big, big ask for the two again. Uh, they will put a lot of effort into tonight's game. Uh, they'll play pretty hard. You know, they've played hard. We, we've uh, we talked about how they they're kind of not up to scratch against Bulling, but they're still they're going hard and they're playing well. And uh, when you've got to go up and play against Lucy Cambridge and Jenna O'Hay and those guys, Desi Corbett's, um, you know, it takes them out. Then they got to you know the, the only upside of tomorrow is that it's only a uh, 
a 15-minute, 20-minute bus ride out, yeah. to the, out to the Togodong Stadium. So that that part of the trip won't be too much for them. But, yeah, backing up in, in under 24 hours against last year's champions. Yep. As uh, Seacamp, uh, Roberts, Taylor... No, sorry. Uh, that's Payne, Harrington and Madgen go out there for the AAS. And Harrington gets the inbound ball. There's Reed, Cambridge, Penaluna, O'Hay and uh, uh, Zavik out there for Bulleen as oh, the Institute almost muck up that first Ooh. play, carrying it down the floor, trying to cut to the basket was Nadine Payne. And Payne just loses the handle on it. It's over the baseline and Zavik will inbound the ball. Gives to O'Hay. Oh, nice work that time. Tapped away by Seacamp and Seacamp uh, just couldn't control it before she went out of play so it'll be a ball in from the side now but AASD is very committed here we just need to see some offensive uh, fluid, fluidness there Seacamp so close to getting that steal that would have been two points down the other end instead it turns into a, a good pass to Penaluna inside and she gets two points 52 plays, 22, so back out to that 30-point margin as Harrington Harrington goes left side, gets to Payne. Payne pulls up at the top of the key, goes to Roberts. Roberts right side, outside to Harrington again. Oh, the pass across court to Madgen was tapped away. Hit the side of the backboard there, but no whistle on the play. Madgen gives away a soft foul. Frustrated, yeah. She just slams into Reed as she was falling to the floor, and that's her third personal foul on the number nine of the AIS, the uh, youngster from Adelaide, 180 centimetres, 19 years old. Well, he reads his drive into it. again. See of AIS arms, so that was good defence. Madden goes coast to coast. Has Penaluna and Cambridge come in at us from opposite directions and she managed to kick the pass off. And uh, a nice little layup there for the two. Seacamp's got the steal here as O'Hay as as O'Hay oh. the ground couldn't finish off the layup. And Cambridge will take the rebound. Close to close. Yeah, she takes on Roberts. Turn around on the baseline, and Ow. that's <laughs> gonna hurt. That's gotta hurt. 54 plays 24 here, 8 minutes and 20 seconds. The AS looking a lot better. Roberts over the top, Cambridge with the rejection. Yeah. It's almost like nobody knew what to do. They saw Cambridge in the running down the court as a nice outlet pass from Kylie Reed there, finds Penaluna alone under the basket. She gets another easy two. As Madgen. Looking left, right, bounce pass inside, goes to Roberts. Roberts tries to go over the top of Cambridge. Cambridge just blocks it away, and Zavik carries it down. Doesn't finish off the layup. Payne does the rebounding. Oh, oh gives the ball to Penaluna, who puts it back in, and the turnovers are crucifying the AAS with a 58-24 game. It is just such a tough one, isn't it? It's a turnover, and then it's, it's how well... Bullying are just uh, working the transition play. As it goes to Payne for three. Oh, nice. next. They needed that. Only two. Oh, she must have had a toe on the line. <laughs> Reed brings the ball back down the floor. 58 plays, 26. Bounce pass. Going to Zavik. Madden gets a hand in on the side of it. And we'll have a huge change. That's what, four players off? Harrington's the only one still on there. Tunic, uh, Punt, Bunton. Farley and Horton. All come on for the cheek. Yeah, well, the, the D was good, 
again from the AS. Let's see what the second team can do. As Penaluna gets herself basket side, got uh, our clinic out of position, and on about the fourth attempt... Padding up a rebounding Yeah. <laughs> what the fourth attempt? She got it to drop. 60 plays, 26. As Horton now goes... Right side to Harrington. Farley, look away pass, gets to the Koenig. Koenig kicks it to Bunton. Bunton left side to Harrington for three Ooh. off the iron. And Reed gets the rebound on that occasion. Kicks it to Zavik. Zavik, 45 left. Goes to Cambridge. Great oh, hands from Horton. Yeah. No, Harrington. Harrington back there. Oh. And then it was General Hay who just charged through to get the ball away from Farley. After it was that nice steal. But it's going to be the second foul on O'Hay because she bumped Farley, and it will be AF ball from the side. That was a great pickpocket from Harrington. Uh, Cambridge had no idea she was coming around the back there and uh, just got a hand on the shot. Farley works around, kicks it inside, set a task for Bunton. Oh, yeah. It was too big <laughs> as Cambridge came up with it, kicks it onto O'Hay. O'Hay brings it in the front court now. Zavik over the top. Cambridge, Farrens. Well, use the elbow. Oh, and walk through Koenig. So Koenig is going to get the uh, unsportsmanlike foul, I think, no. uh, given... Oh, well, I would have thought... Cambridge. The whistle blew. I thought Cambridge was going to cop a foul then, but she didn't. Well, she collected a couple of players in the head there with yeah. the elbow and then knocked one of them down. <laughs> As Cambridge is nine points for the game here. Oh, the intercept from O'Hay. O'Hay just leaves it out in front of Zavik. Cambridge takes the paint. And she will go to double figures. 11 points for the game for Cambridge. And after keeping her very tightly guarded in the first half, the AS just letting the reins off. Farley for three. It's mm. off the back of the iron. O'Hay does the rebounding. Whistle on the play. I think Koenig's going to have her fourth yep, first foul now. knew it. She threw her head up in the air. Just chopping the arms there on the rebound. Yep. Call. Well, as we said last week, they sent Bulling to the line 31 times. So that, uh, that says that they've either got their hands full and they're just in a situation where they have to foul a lot or there's a lot of lack of discipline. Look away pass from Glorbert to the Penaluna on the baseline. The jump shot doesn't fall. Farley has to stop when she gets to Cambridge. Goes to Harrington. Now on the left wing, Horton. Horton comes back to Harrington. Farley sets up for three. Has a good long look. Ooh, it's off the iron. Unlucky. And it doesn't fall with Glorbert doing the rebounding. So Glorbert's now... 14 points for the game. Leading scorer on the floor. Carrying it back into the front court. Penaluna's on 12 and Jerry's on 11 for the Boyne Melbourne Boomers. The global medal boomers, in fact. As the shot... Oh, great work from Zavik. That was just inside the three-point arc on the right-hand side. And she nailed it. And Zavik now to nine points for the game. 66 plays, 26. It's really blowing out here in the third term. Scoring run, 16-4. to four. Dubious pass there from Harrington. Well, that, uh, gets picked off by the pulling defenders. Kylie Reid now with the ball. Gets it to Desi Globitz. There's no one nearer. Misses the shot, though. Bunton with the rebound. Kicks it out to Harrington. She goes down. Pulls up at the 45. Ooh. Tunic now swings it back to Harrington. Over to Farley. She's open again. This time oh, makes the count. Farley is a good outside shooter, and uh, that's twice now Bullion have said, take the shot. They she only just missed the first it. one, and, and she gets that one. They're, they've stepped up from nothing from outside to uh, now going two from 11. Uh, uh, sorry, two from 12 outside. So 
29. Harrington from outside, no, just jacked up a prayer. Comes off the iron, Bunton does a good job to pull it down. Back outside to Harrington. They've got a full shot clock here, so they don't want to waste it. Farley gets it left. Now right. they're closing out Farley on the yeah. three. As Horton goes across, Farley's got another chance. On the baseline, rattles away. Glorbitz does the rebounding. Glorbitz uh, has to be one of the leading rebounders here. Oh, oh wow, great strip from Horton. Yeah, Gillian Horton there, the Queenslander, with a great move. Now to Koenig, to Farley, back to Horton. Look away past to Harrington for three. Yes. He gets it. And now they're going to go down in a blaze of glory. They've decided, Simon. 34 points, the lead. And the AS is 32, trailing 66 from Pauline. Cambridge in the paint, leaves the ball behind. Chases after it. Oh, bounce pass eventually after she gets it back to Reed. Reed gives it to Glorbitz. Glorbitz pull up, jumper on the left lane. Then Luna brings it down and Button's going to be called for the foul and she'll shoot two. Penaluna to shoot for two as Button gets her first personal. And again, Coach... Uh, See what Tom Mars taking damage yeah. off and I think that's a very good move. She is... Yeah. <laughs> it's not pretty out there at the moment and uh, she's been very lucky to get away with quite a few cheap shots so far. So there's pretty massive substitutions there from, from both teams. Okay. Another four... Harrington's the only one that's been left on the floor now twice <laughs> when, they've made, when they've made the subs. And we've got... Uh, that's what happens when you play them well. Yes, Jones, Taylor, Roberts and Payne out there this time. Substitution on the shooter, so uh, it's... Penalina sits down and Jerry comes back. That's right, Jerry back on, yeah. yeah. Jerry, pardon... Glorbert's cross white and Zavik is the bullying side as the AS go into the front court. Oh, Zavik gets a hand in there. Almost got dragged down herself and she finishes it off. Zavik with 11 points for the game goes into double figures and Zavik yet to have a foul called on her. That's the other critical thing. If you, if you really want to um, look at stats, no fouls and 11 points is huge. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, the... the for a minute there, it was, it was all about the pushing and the shoving and the throwing the elbows and stuff. And it was actually AIS that came out of that uh, session of, of merely uh, <laughs> in the bonus. They were able to claw back in, got some of those outside shots. But, um, yeah, I mean... They pulled this quarter back um, to 19 points to 10. So that, that's, a big, <laughs> that's a big improvement to where we were looking before with, uh, what was it, 17 to 4 at one stage there. Well, it's almost like that, uh, you know, Bulling went out there and, and tried to, uh, well, I mean, not all Bulling, but a couple of the players were trying to get just over the top physical and really assert themselves physically. And it, uh, all it seemed to achieve was it, it just got the Institute's back up. Yep. And I went, mean, fine, we're going to play like that. We'll, uh, we'll go down the other end. And, and they've, they've, I guess they've lifted, they found that extra intensity and... Uh, they're playing well. They're doing well this quarter. It's interesting to see Peter Sinclair playing in a coaching role after all those years of yeah. uh, working hard with the Caps. And, uh, pick up three championships, I think, in the end with the Caps. So, you know, certainly uh, four championships in total for her basketball career and now coming home, as we mentioned before, as an assistant coach in the program that she was developing Ooh. as uh, a Another three-point attempt uh, from Harrington on the baseline just rattles over the uh, 
over the over the baseline. Bullington's happy to give him a shot. Yeah, they, Pardon, I think, touched it as it went out. So the AF are going to inbound it now. Long inbound pass. Oh, Zavik and uh, also Roberts uh, and Payne crashing to the ground. And Zavik gets the foul. Well, yeah, I've drawn at her, haven't I? Because uh, the first foul came <laughs> against her for the game. <laughs> If you want any players to get fouls, we'll just uh, have I'll Craig just talk them up about it. Oh, they haven't been calling it. Yeah. <laughs> As old, uh, oh, they lose the handle on it. Glorbert has it on a foot. Jones now. Yeah, Jones goes right side, gives it to Seacamp. Uh, uh, no, sorry, that's Taylor. Taylor cutting in at the basket and has drawn another foul. So, Taylor? Well, the Institute are not laying down. They're, uh, they're going hard at it. We hope you're enjoying the first game in the AAS Basketball Home Series. Of course, we're back here on uh, November the 7th for the next game when they play Townsville. And, of course, don't forget tomorrow on Sport Radio, Capitals Radio Network, it's the Caps and the AAS over there at Tuggeranong. Tip-off at uh, the... Late time at 5 o'clock for a Sunday game. Yep. I guess they're figuring no travelling, no airlines are involved. So yeah. they start later. At that time, Glorbert gets fouled as she's going to the basket. And it will be the uh, first foul, first personal foul on Harrington. So Karen Harrington, the Warrnambool Victoria Tess Magden guard. Back in for Harrington. Yep, she finally gets a break here. Yeah, eight minutes she's played. Eight, eight, played. Yeah, played eight minutes and, the and valuable minutes too. Got them back into the... Well, so got not back into the court, into the half. Stem the flow, yeah. definitely. It's 69 plays 32 here at the training hall. Glorbis missed the first, netted the second. So Glorbis now moves to 15 points for the game. Leading scorer on the floor, Penaluna next best with 13. As Payne almost lost the handle of it. Went to Madgen, Madgen passed it back behind Payne. She managed to get it back. Outside the jump, oh. inside the pane, it rolls around. Tough shot, but almost dropped it. Mm. And Zavik pulls down the rebound. Oh, With outside the ball, part yeah. with a three. A big shot there, and it pays off. Just set up there for quite a while. This goes to Payne. Payne inside to Roberts. Roberts! Oh! I, she put it in, but I thought she got some help from uh, bullying on the way then. Kind of poured it in. It was an yeah. interesting shot. Terry leaves it under the net. Goes now into the hands of Taylor, who brings it down the left wing. Taylor, kick out to Madgen. Madgen fakes, drives baseline, oh, and nice. gets the shooter's roll. Yeah, that's some of the test Madgen we've seen over the last year or so. She can... She's a, a potent slasher to the basket like that. She can uh, get a defender off guard or off balance. She can drive to the basket really well. Crossway has the ball in her hands. Inside the last minute of the third turn, 72 plays 36. Madgen gets the steal on Glorbert as Madgen tries to go coast to coast. Doesn't get the layup though. And it's said that the uh, last touch was on Madgen. So, 48 seconds as uh, Horton comes in now for Taylor. And uh, the AAS just missed out on an opportunity there. Yeah, unlucky. Yeah, there's a lot of hands reaching in from behind on that drive too. Lorbert bounce pass to Jerry. And the ball just running over the baseline there as Jerry couldn't quite get a handle on it. And it will be Payne. The inbounder gives it off to Jones. 
Jones and Pardner, two 22s, looking at each other there, facing off. Goes to Magan. Magan drives baseline, has to pull up. Steps around. Goes to Jones for three. Mm. Oh, it looked like a good shot there. Just hit the iron. Bouncing ball is going to go over the sideline, and it will be. Bulleen to put it back in. 28.5 seconds left to go in the third term. Here, 72. Play 36. Lorbert thought about the three. Horton didn't get sucked into that. So the ball will go left side. Gives it to Zavik. Zavik has got 14 seconds on the shot clock and 15 seconds on the game clock. So they know they can run this shot clock out as Lorbert takes it in. Great job. By Horton. Kicks it right side to Roberts. Roberts takes on. Counts it. Five counts. So Roberts taking on Jerry that time. Jerry didn't have position and that will give her the opportunity to make a three-point play with 3.9 seconds left to go in the third term. 72 plays, 38, and Jerry picks up her third personal foul of the game. Great drive from Roberts, but fantastic defence down this end from Jillian Horton. Just uh, boxed as he globets up. Not an easy thing to do, but time was running against her. There's a big Hail Mary from Rachel Jerry. The yep. ball's still... Well, the ball hit the upright. Hit the upright. So that's the second time today we've seen that happen. Point four, four of a second. Of a second. Horton it up. run up there. She was about five feet outside of the, in the defensive side of the uh, halfway line, and she almost knocked that down. Did indeed. <laughs> as the three-quarter time break is upon us. 72 plays 39, and I think the AS generally looking at the um, looking at the uh, scores at the moment would have been happier with that quarter it was their best scoring quarter of the game so far in the first two quarters they scored 11 points each this quarter they scored 16 and they held uh, bullying to 23 23 points is uh, well it's not the best defensive effort they've had but it's certainly a, a solid one on this bullying all-stars to, uh, well, if they go another 25, say, for this last quarter, then that then you've got 97, which is better than 110, which is what Bullion had last week. And the AIS had 40 last week for the entire game, so they're on 39 now at three-quarter time. So, you know, if things keep going this way, there's improvements to be had across the board, which is good for the two. That's all you can ask, really. It's what Phil Brown talked about uh, before the game. You know, it's, uh, you go, well, yep, last week was a shocker. We just want to improve. We just want to have a better game than we did last week. And certainly at this stage, you'd say that they are. Good crowd in here tonight, too, for the first home game of the AOC coming up in round three. So it's, a, it's an interesting draw that the uh, AOS have had for their home fixtures. But uh, we'll get to see them tomorrow in the, uh, well, a crosstown rivalry. Now, Coach Brown has got a pretty good record with the AAS up against Canberra too, so yep. it's not going to be an easy game for Canberra, and they would want it as a percentage game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the Cats would would be looking at that game tomorrow to um, to blow this team out. They would be, I would imagine, wanting to try pretty hard to have a big win, not just a win, but win by. Uh, I'm sure they'd be hoping for something similar to what the bullying game was last week. You know, a 60-point, 70-point game. Uh, whether that happens or not, the, the strengths the Capitals have over this AIS team are definitely going to be in their backcourt. The, the Caps' backcourt, arguably one of the best in the country. 
All right, so Hay to get things started with Cambridge Savvy, Penaluna, and uh, also out there is Reed. Bullen will have first use of it. Roberts, Madgen, Payne, then it's uh, Jones and Horton for the AIS. As we're just uh, waiting for a moment. I, I know my score on the internet is different to the score that's on the scoreboard here, so we'll go with the scoreboard here, which says 72 to 39. The AIS trailing here in their first home game of the season. On sportradio.com.au, we hope you'll join us tomorrow for the Capitals Radio Network matchup between the Capitals and the Chutes over at Southern Cross Stadium. Cambridge now with the ball in her hands as we get started here for the final turn. O'Hay gets it on the 45 left side. Horton watching her good screen from Cambridge. Kick out. Oh, Reed has to pull it back in. That put her off balance too far to make the three-point shot. She goes inside to Penaluna, who kicks across to Cambridge, and Cambridge with the height there puts it in. Right 74-39. <laughs> yeah, just too, uh, too tall and uh, too easy, that shot. Madgen now left side, gives it off to Payne. Payne watched by Penaluna, thought about taking off for a moment. Horton comes over to the left-hand side. Eight sevens left on the shot clock, and Horton nails wow. a big three. That's uh, going to give her a lot of confidence as well. 74 plays, 42, as Reed brings it back into the front court for Bulleen. Zavik, Zavik now looking around, goes back to Reed. Over the top, Penaluna. Penaluna... Penaluna's been playing very well in the key too, getting herself basket side of the defence regularly. Yeah, she's, um, she's definitely quick and she does a really good job of getting herself into position. And then it's, uh, you know, with those big long legs, it's one or two steps and, and a layup. Oh, another big three-point shot that time from Jones. And Jones moves the AS along to 45. So they've definitely beaten their score from last week as Cambridge puts it up on the baseline and banks it in. Just has a chat to the rest doing it all game. I just don't know what that was all about. 78 plays 45, 8 minutes and 20 seconds left to go in the game. Koenig works around the arc, kicks it left side to Horton for three. And that's all wow. right as well. Three for three on the three-point shots this quarter. Yes, it's great stuff from the AAS. And it brings them back to a 30-point deficit. 78 plays 48. It'll be some interesting conversations you have after the game with the coaches there, Simon. As Zanuck loses control of the ball, Madgen gets it. She kicks it all the way. No, Reed. Oh, Madgen can fall on the double dribble just as Reed. Way too far down court for us to be able to pick that up from here, but... Um Yep, yeah, I'm in the best position there. As 78 plays 48, as Robert sits down, that gives Bunton an opportunity now. The uh, Canberra girl born in England, as uh, Reed working along the half, bounce pass to Ahay, and uh, oh, Ahay wrong foot Horton there, carries it into the oh, paint, nice and pass. again. Penaluna, basket side. Yeah. So for a team that's shut down in the uh, opinion of some here tonight, uh, they're still playing very, very uh, good reactive offense. Ball losing the handle on it was uh, the uh, AIS. So another turnover. 80 plays, 48, 7 minutes and 27 seconds left to go. And Jones looking very happy coming off for the AIS at that time. Made a big contribution there with her first three-point 
of the game. Oh, and yeah. Madgett, just, uh, that's the uh, Abrams play, isn't it? Just yeah, Abrams out. and Christian Deal, they both love to do that. We've seen a lot of it over the last 10 years. As inbound, Reed goes to Hay. Cambridge dumps over the top to Penal Luna. Outside to Reed, and Reed says, Well, you go watch two threes, just stand off me for a moment, <laughs> and I'll show you about threes. Because Reed never came here to the AAS. She's played with Pauline in her entire career. Cambridge tries the rejection that time on Payne. I think she got some arm, and it will be. Well, no, they've called it on Zavik. Yeah, I don't think it was on Cambridge, so... Okay, so Zavik is called for her second personal foul. As Madkin sits down. And Payne will shoot two from the line. Lara Napier coming on for the first time tonight. Her first minute, another of the top up players that uh, the AOS has had. And she hails from South Africa. So we're seeing uh, players from South Africa and the UK in the AOS side. Uh, Birthplace being. Alex might have been born there anyway. (laughs) (laughs) lived there too often. Long bomb! Oh, good hand. And that was, uh, well, good work from Payne who was wheeling backwards to knock it away from Jenner O'Hay who was trying to uh, make position. Oh, that was two points if O'Hay had picked that, that pass, so that was good defensive effort. Reed in the paint, goes back to O'Hay, almost tried to do the uh, Jackson play with Kylie Reed that time. Cambridge gets it across to Penelona, and gee, Penelona's been strong in this last turn. She's smart too, I mean, she's, she's making a living in this quarter off the added attention that Cambridge is getting, and it's just getting her open all the time. Reed gets on to the rebound, and... Uh, well, Harrington's been called for her personal foul. No, th- yeah, her second personal foul now. Just the bumping as the run down. It, it's interesting how they uh, start to call that late in the game. We've been seeing it all day. Six minutes, 29 seconds no left comment. to go in the game. Reed goes to Cambridge to Penaluna. Penaluna and Harrington. Harrington's now going to have a third personal foul. As, uh, Wrapped up her arm. Yeah, and uh, the arms were getting tangled there as they were going after the ball. And Penelope, you know, I've said before, she's sort of making that living off Cambridge, but uh, not to belittle her effort at all, she, she sees that double team. And as we, we talked about earlier, she's just very good at getting herself into a position where she's able to score. Oh, a Hail Mary that time from Zavik as she fell out of the court. It comes back down, oh, and Harrington was lucky. out of court on the second tap. She tapped it out of Cambridge's hand, yep. and then the ball fell into her body as, as she, she was landed out of court. Out of court yeah. Yeah. It was unlucky there, but it was interesting. They went for the Jackson play that time using Cambridge, and Cambridge couldn't finish it off. This time they went for Penaluna, and Penaluna's drawn out the foul. That's uh, out of the game now for Alex Koenig. Koenig would be very, very disappointed. The ambassador for the AAS side, no points today and five fouls. Really? No points? No points. Yeah, she's um, had a not not her usual game tonight. That just got the ice pack on the shoulder too, so I'm not sure if we'll see her for the the next six minutes of this game. Penaluna makes both. And it's 87 plays, 48 here, with six minutes left to run. Ball now, Seacamp, oh, bounce pass, just got away from Bunton. But fortunately, Zavik there just touching on it. 86 plays, 48. It's a 13 point to 9 
quarter here as the big Hail Mary goes up from Harrington in that one time. It was short. But that, well uh, short. <laughs> yeah. That would have been interesting because it would have made it to a one-point quarter. And AIS, if they could get anywhere near winning a quarter, that would be a huge victory, even if the opposition has decided they've won the game already. 9 to 13, so yep. they're doing well at keeping up, keeping in touch. Oh, hey. Works the hand off with Reed. Oh, Zavik. It's went through Zavik to Penaluna. Cabbage with the putback. Oh, it doesn't fall. Penaluna taps it away. And Button gets the rebound. And Button did well there. Didn't panic. Even when she was getting double teamed by Penaluna and Cambridge. Players that are both taller than her just let Cambridge make the bump hard and uh, draw the foul. That's uh, Cambridge's second foul. She sits down. Yep. He's got her out of the game as Jerry comes back in, although I think that rotation's called before the foul. As now, it is, uh, for the first time, Napier getting some minutes. Napier goes left to see Camp on the baseline. Ooh. The jump shot from Bunton just didn't fall, and it will be a turnover. Zavik brings the ball down the floor. O'Hay, General O'Hay, working around, trying to uh, get through, and... Now Button has been called for her second personal foul, stepping in on Jenna O'Hay. No, that was actually called on Seacamp, Nicole Seacamp. Wow. So I thought Button had given herself up big time there. Jackson play, Penaluna just again. <laughs> just knows where to be to get the ball. and She's really, this is a, a real breakout season. We've seen over the last maybe two years or so, we've seen uh, her have... Good games where she's, she's played exceptionally, but not with that kind of consistency that she's showing this year. Just uh, she was great against the Caps in the opening game of the season, and uh, has, it just hasn't looked back since then. She's taken on, you know, and taken on good teams, Capitals, Sydney. It's not like they've been. Uh, yeah, no, bullying has had a very, very stout start to this season. Absolutely, because they've been playing well, defending champions, regular finalists. Yep. And uh, and this team that Sydney have got is absolutely awesome, isn't it? Yeah, but I think they're underperforming at the moment. They're, well, uh, they're, they've got some work to do. Just waiting for a start out there at uh, Dandenong. It's Dandenong and Logan are about to uh, go at it. And in fact, no score after the first 18 seconds of that game. Although, Dandenong have had one shot. Well, Logan will uh, drop the game last night. In Bendigo by one point, so they'll be looking to uh, Dandenong are 0 and 2. So Logan will be looking to head back up to the Gold Coast tomorrow with uh, at least one win under their belt. As the AS restart the play, Napier has the ball in hand. Uh, just got held up for a minute there. Tried to go Ooh. to Bunton. Bunton gets it back and oh. eventually called for the travel. Yeah. A pretty, pretty great effort to uh, to pick that ball up from around her ankles and just a little, yep. little shuffle. Couldn't quite pull it back though. As Pardon brings the ball down the floor, Harrington, left side goes to O'Hay, Seacamp, then to Jerry. Jerry to Pardon on the low po- on nice. the high post, right hand side, and makes the shot. 91 plays 48 here at the training hall. It is a solid win by Bulling. AS fighting hard though. Seacamp runs a baseline, goes outside, turns Harrington, nails a three, and that moves them into the 50, 51 points, and a travel's being called on Lisa Pardon. Wow. 
so amazing, isn't it? We've just seen some interesting mistakes late in the game. And uh, while well, it's a 40-point ball game, the RS continuing to battle here as Pardon gets the ball in the front court. Just nicely done. Knew Harrington was going to go over the top, waited for that move and then put up the shot and makes the score. Pardon now to 12 points for the game. Roberts goes right side to Napier. Napier just left, right, left. Tapped away the pass. Uh, oh, Zavik got a hand on it, but it went to Roberts still. Back to Napier. And then inbound going to Seacamp. And Seacamp just didn't get that pass with any sort of effort at all. No, it'll be an AIS sideline ball. Five seconds left on the shot clock as we see uh, Desi Glorbitz and Dana Crosswhite come back in for Bulleen. AIS looking to go long. Harrington for three. She's Ooh. had a good range on it tonight. The AIS starting to uh, shoot a lot better outside in this last term. 93, place 51. Jerry on the baseline. Out to Glorbert. Send to Ahay. Pardon finds some room but leaves it short. And Bunton comes up with a rebound. Very nice ball movement there from Bulleen. Just the shot letting him down in the end. Seacamp. Goes back to Harrington. Left side to Napier. Napier now. Kicks it. Oh, trying to find Harrington in the corner. General Hay read it well, but just couldn't grab it and tapped it over the sideline. So Horton comes in for Seacamp. Yeah, Napier Jones not comes doing in doing a great Napier. job of looking after the ball. Yeah, and, well. yeah, the game's over, but uh, he's your first go at some minutes, and you need to look after it a little bit better than that. And Napier, just 18 years old. As we mentioned, uh, from South Africa, 168 to guard. Centimetres is the guard. There's Horton. Now goes left side. Roberts taking on Jerry. Quickly gets it back to Jones. Inside to yeah. Button. The Button called for the travel as the uh, shot clock wound Oop, down. And Button's blown out of shoe. <laughs> it's come off in that, uh, in that under the basket. Well, we'll have to wait for a moment while she gets the... Laces all strapped back up again. And so with 2 minutes 59 seconds on the clock, it is Bulleen 93 playing AIS 51 as a long pass. Glorbert got a touch on in the backcourt, luckily, and it was handed off by Jerry. Glorbert drives baseline, works her way around outside to O'Hay, gives it off to Crosslight. And Crosswhite makes the jump shot. So 95 plays 51. Now, the AS will want to uh, keep their scoring going, though, as they uh, certainly looked a lot more fluid in this last term. Bounce pass from Farley, trying to get down into the low post and Bunton. Uh, I think Crosswhite might have got a hand on that, so it is going to be an AS inbound pass. Bunton just uh, coming off the court. Who came back out there? Payne came back out there for her. Ball goes to Horton now for three. Ooh. Oh, it's a bit too hard over the back, and Jerry will pull it in for Bulleen. So, Jerry now with ten points for the game. She'll be happy with that performance. Gets the ball in the paint. Just leaves the layup short. Roberts comes up with the rebound. Goes to Horton. She tries to get it down quickly, but Pardon reads it best and makes the intercept. So, Pardon brings it back left side to Glorbert. And Glorbitz, oh, the shot just rattles around. Roberts thought that uh, Glorbitz was going to touch it last, and the ball rolled over the baseline with Bulling to get the ball inbound. 
Walvis looking around. Good save by the IS. O'Hay left the ball behind. Had to go back and get it. O'Hay drives into the paint. Goes all the way. Double-handed tuck. And uh, eventually it's tapped over the baseline. Crosswide, I think, got the last touch on it. So just interesting to see how this game's going to play out in the last minute and 55 seconds. As Jones goes right side to Farley. Farley back to Roberts, who's also on the right wing. Roberts tries to take over crosswise. Inside to Farley and Florbert <laughs> there, hand in the back, hand on the ball, probably chopped the arm as well. Yeah, I just said <laughs> not, the, not the highest percentage uh, pass there either. Yeah. As the inbound ball from Farley goes to Jones. Jones back to, Ro- uh, to Payne. Payne tried to go to Roberts. Oh, Hayes read it well. Keeps control of the ball. Kick over the top. And Jerry will finish it off. Jerry goes to 12 points for the game. And, and Phil Brown wants to have a chat to this AIS squad. Yeah, he doesn't look happy with the effort at the moment. The, the girls have switched off in the last minute or so. Um, minute and a half. There's still a minute 31. Yep, you're not going to win the game, but you're not going to just lie down and, and just uh, sit out the last minute and a half either. Well, for the quarter, at one stage there, they were within three or four points, but it's blown out now 23 plays 12 for the uh, for the quarter. So <laughs> we were talking about, you know, trying to win that term, but uh, at the moment it's not it's not going out of their way. Minute 31, what do you do? What do you, what's Phil Brown saying? Uh, I think just what I, I mentioned before, like, like, come on girls, another minute and a half here, don't, you know, you haven't stopped playing up until now, just the last minute or so, everyone's gone real flat, they've decided that the night's over, and it's not, there's still opportunities for that, that valuable experience that we always talk about, you can't, you know, no amount of training is going to give you the experience that they have right here now for the next minute and 30 seconds. Well, that's interesting because the, uh, the ball was inbound, but then the uh, bench fired the siren. And, well, Jones has got it now. Goes right side, gives it to Farley. Farley takes on Glorbert's pull-up jump shot. Uh, is a bit too long, and O'Hay comes up with the rebound. As O'Hay, oh, the dump-off was too hard for Glorbert. And so Farley, well, he's going to... Uh, Farley pulls the uh, foul out of Jerry. Yeah, Jerry does it's a fourth tend to commit pretty heavily to yeah. those competitions. I wouldn't say she goes in fouling people, but she certainly runs at, at players pretty hard yeah. and, and goes after the ball pretty hard. So she tends to pick up a few um, fouls by sort of collision. Oh, oh. that <laughs> is a hook shot. I don't know where that came yeah. from, but it was yeah. nice. It was. 97 plays, 53. We're in the last minute. As a good finish by Jerry moves her now to 14 points for the game. And Horton, well, she gets 11 points for the game. Has had a strong performance here. Is equal leading scorer for the AIS. Farley inside to Roberts. Roberts getting hacked and chopped. And eventually a jump ball is the result. It's going to be the AIS. So, 37.3 seconds. 99 plays 53. A much better performance from the AIS tonight as Farley goes left to Jones. Inside Roberts, ooh, almost travelled there. Outside to Jones for ooh. three. Jones gets her own rebound though and then gets mugged in the paint. She'll go to the line to shoot for two. We still have 29 seconds left. Tessie Glorbert's happily accepting that foul there. 
Forget. I know we've won, but I'm still not going to let you score a layup on me in my own basket. Yeah, well, after that hook shot that uh, Horton put up, everyone's been a bit stunned. Well, Debbie has a shot plan. That's good to see. <laughs> oh, and unfortunately at the line there, Jones just misses the first. As we mentioned before, Jones from Perth. Second one rattles in and out. Just couldn't get it to drop. 26 seconds left now as uh, Hay brings it into the front court on the left side. What will Bulleen work to do here? Goes to Crosswhite at the top of the key. Crosswhite looking around. Gets it to Jerry. Jerry oh, just finishes off with a nice shooter's roll. 16 points for Jerry. Leading scorer on the floor is Elise Penaluna, who's had a day out. 23 points. As, oh, as they nice. finish it off that time. And this time Payne finds the room in the paint. Two seconds left. Pardon with the three. Jackson up, but it's offline. And Bulleen, 101, have defeated the AAS 55 in what was a, a much more uh, impressive performance by the AAS. But Bulleen continuing to march on. That's 5-0, and oh, their start to the season, Simon. Yeah, it's a, it's a good result tonight, a good turnaround. It's a 24-point turnaround on uh, on last weekend's results. So um, certainly there'll be a lot of, a lot of pluses from last week's game that the Institute will be able to take out of there. I think um, I think our offsider here was was partially correct that bullying did pretty much switch off. Yeah. Certainly, the, the, you know, the teams they put on the floor and stuff were were nowhere near their their, their top teams. But for they scored 29 points. So it's oh, not yeah. a bad shutdown when you score 29 points. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's still, you know, not saying that they switched off completely, but they certainly took the opportunity to. Um, to run some of their other players who, who might not score as much or, or get hit the floor as much. So, uh, but all in all, yeah, a good result for the Institute and a better one to bullying. Yeah, it was indeed. We're going to uh, get wound off here and uh, wired up on the uh, remote mic and you're going to have a chat to some of the players and also to the coaches as AS, well, our first game on the uh, AS radio network is uh, complete. And uh, unfortunately, if you're an AOS fan, you haven't had the result you wanted. 101 plays 55, leading scorer on the floor, 23 points to Elise Penaluna. Then it was 15 points to Liz Cambridge, the next best, as, uh, well, in fact, 16 points to uh, Rachel Jarry was the next best, then it was 15 to, um, I think, uh, might be getting out of range there, so we'll um, just hopefully hear from him in a moment. He's just trying to get a hold of Tom Ma now. So, is, uh, oh no, he's going over to Desi Glorbert. So, and we'll go to. Simon Peters. Okay, we've got uh, the bullying captain, Desi Glorbitz. Good to see you back in some form. You had us worried two weeks ago when you were up here playing Canberra when we were going, I said, you're not playing so much. There must be something wrong. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get my fitness and my speed back. I had a after-scope pre-season, so a little bit interrupted. And, um, yeah, just trying to get the rhythm back. So um, it was nice to get a shot or two out there tonight and, and feel like a, a player again because it felt a bit alien in the, in the first couple of games trying to, <laughs> trying to catch the speed of the game again when you've been out. So yeah. Well, that was it. We're calling the first game. We're going, mm, something's not right with Desi. What's going on? 
Yeah, no, that's all good. It's my it's my new thing, a, a pre-season scope. I've two years in a row now, so I'll, I'll be trying to avoid it next season. But uh, a bit of a dream start, though. Yeah, yeah, I think, um, you know, we we can't ask for more than 4-0, and, and and we've done that with, with, some, with some great play, but with some ugly play as well, and we've managed to, to ride the... I guess ride the storm a little bit when we haven't, you know, had had good patches out there and, and hang together and hang tough and, and get it back through our defence. A bit of technical advice there. Um, so yeah, we we talked about it during the game. It's not like you had an easy start either. You you played Canberra and then Sydney, and so it's not like you you've just sort of. I mean, the two games you get the AAS, yeah, you've won easily, but the other two you're playing. You know, arguably you guys are the three teams that are the ones that are going to be looking out for. And postseason. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Canberra and Sydney both, um, you know, quality lineups, and I guess everyone had a little bit of an interrupted preseason, given that all those three clubs have um, Opals representatives, and and so everyone's a little uh, disjointed, perhaps, at the start of the season, and still finding their feet. But you know, that's a, a great advantage for us to to be able to get those wins early. You know, when we haven't had a huge amount of time together, and to get them on the road too is very important for us. And you know, great start. And you've got the master. Coaching this season, how's that going? He's the master, isn't he? He's um, yeah, he's he's a fantastic person to play under. You're constantly challenged. You you can't um, let your guard down at, at practice. You can't let your guard down in a game. And you're certainly going to hear about it if you do. And and you know we need that. And we need to know that we're going to get a rocket if we get it wrong. And we need to be concentrating and focused. And you know it's um, it's it's very challenging, but it's it's really exhilarating to play under him as well and know that you've got to be on the ball all the time. And uh, and Kinsey's doing a spot of coaching as well. We haven't seen her at any games yet, but uh, we understand she's got some real-life priorities and things. But uh, how's that going with Kinsey? Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, you, you look at the side of the court and you see someone that, you know, you grew up idolising yeah. and, and, you know, and, and you know the, that she played the game at breakneck speed and, and she's screaming at us to do the same thing and, you know, you, you've got to you've got to rise to that and, you know, you, she sets a high standard and, you know, we're going to become better players if we try to meet that. So it's um it's pretty cool to have her on the sideline, actually. Yeah. Well, dream start for you. I'll let you uh, settle down because this is your first big hard game back this season. But uh, good luck with all the injury stuff and it's a pleasure to watch you play again. Thanks. It's good to be back and uh, it's really nice to see Brownie back here too. It's, it feels right to walk into the It does, doesn't it? Yeah. see him there. So it's, um, yeah, it's really good to see him. Nature has balanced itself. It Thanks, Desi. Thanks. All right. Well, we might be struggling to get Coach Brown now as uh, we... Uh, well, Simon's going to try, but uh, I reckon he would have been better off to go and just speak to Tom uh, there. But uh, anyway, first game of the AAS Radio Network of the season. And uh, we look at some of the uh, stats as we try to bring them up. In fact, I've just had the, the stats drop out in front of me here, so I'm sorry about that. But... Uh, for the AAS, uh, a number of good performances there. I thought Horton with 11 points and also Roberts with 11 points was good. But uh, it, it also was interesting to see that um, it was interesting to see that we had uh, well, Koenig, Alice Koenig, who's one of the ambassadors for the AAS side getting into foul trouble, fouling out in the end and not having any points on the board. She would be and was immensely disappointed with that. Harrington also didn't get any points, but... Uh, sorry, Harrington got six points, but uh, once again, just was a little general and that's the role that the, the AAS is going to need from her this season. Seven points going to Nadine Payne, who had a, a very strong performance. 
and also as we look through some of the other top scorers, uh, Brief Ali, I think five points for, from her was a little bit disappointing as well. So um, hoping to get a few words from Tom Marr there as he goes back over to Simon Peters. No, Simon walks away. Um, is, uh, well, hopefully we get to hear from Tom now. Tom Marr. Okay, we've got uh, Tom Marr with us. Uh, another win there. It would have been good to see Desi come back and hit her, uh, hit her strap. Yeah, well, she hasn't, she hasn't been well, so she got out and, and knocked down a few shots. And I thought as the game went on, she made a few bad decisions, but she, um, she's just finding her feet. You know, she's hasn't hasn't been practicing, and she's, you know, what's that? That's no good for you. So uh, she's starting to find her feet, and you know, it's going to be good. She'll give us extra punch. Got a bit physical there um, in second and third quarters. Was that uh, a bit of a worry there? Uh, I didn't think it got too physical. Fair enough. Um, Lisa Pardon played pretty well down the stretch there. She hit some nice shots and stuff. Yeah, she's an um, interesting player. She's she's great on the training track. And she just got to transfer that into um, in the in the games. She, I guess she's she must be one of those people that think about it too much, you know. But she. she um, if she can trans, I mean, offensively, when you work out with her individually, she's a 10 out of 10 player. And, and so, you know, it's, you, you naturally want to see that come to fruition. So, so uh, yeah, we, we, we're, um, we're conscious of trying to help her with that. So, you know, in the end, it, she'll, be, she'll make or break herself, but, but hopefully um, she's got a lot going for her. Well, we'll let you uh, get, get off to the scene. You're the only one sitting out here now. So, um, again, welcome back and good to see you here in 4-0. Great start. It's a it's a wonderful start. I'm happy to be back in uh, Canberra. I had a lot of uh, great memories here and a lot of fun. So um, uh, it's always better when Jackson's in town because she takes me out to dinner and pays. <laughs> well, she is in town at the moment, isn't she? She's doing some rehab out here. So get on the block. I, no, I thought she she'd gone. So but anyway, so um, um, yeah, no, it's been great. So it's four and one. What can you say? Four and zero. What can you say? Great, we'll see you again soon. Thanks, Paul. Tom uh, there with uh, Simon Peters. As, uh, well, hopefully we'll be hearing from Coach Brown in just a few moments as uh, the rest of the team working their way off, uh, off the court. But, uh, well, it has been an interesting day to say the least as uh, the... AIS, much better performance this weekend over the, uh, much better performance this 